Welcome to the December 27th edition, 2009, of Taking With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Today, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and do we stick to them if we make them? Also going to be talking about uh, my son getting married. That was kind of cool. Uh, some of my great friends that I've come to know and love over the year. Talk about some interviews and things that I've been doing uh, for Stargazer and the Christmas Carol audio drama. I'm going to talk about the podcasts I listen to and then talk about the two degree difference. Stick around. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commence. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at TakeHimWithYou.com slash Stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. That's time to find out what's happening at Rick's house on Take Him With You. Lots of things have been going on at the Moyers household. It's been a real busy holiday season for us. And, uh, of course, the biggest thing, my son Andrew's here with me today. The biggest thing was, uh, well, let's see. Oh, you got your messages going, so I hear this buzz, 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 buzz from your phone. I do. He's just looking at me. He's not talking. So what was the big event in our family's life here not too long ago? They think he married. As he did. He got married, and uh, it was so funny. Here we are in the Pacific Northwest, where it rains and rains and rains and rains, and they wanted snow, but uh, they had the service outside. I was I got the honor and privilege to be able to uh, do the ceremony, and uh, what did it do on that day? Um, rained. <laughs> I mean, it really rained. It poured rain, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it actually turned out kind of fun. Uh, the guests all brought umbrellas, and there was a couple of awnings, and then uh, the wedding party came underneath this one awning that we had, and uh, I did the, the ceremony with them, and they got married, but it was so cute when Ivy, that's uh, Nathan's new wife's name, came uh, out of the, uh, from from the side, she had an umbrella with her dad, and uh, she she had hiked her wedding dress up, and she had these big galoshes on, and it was just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> But there was quite a few people there. You're going to have to turn... Is that yours? That's mine. <laughs> that, that was yours. <laughs> I think I better turn down my um, turn down my phone. What do you think? There. Yeah. His vibrate on his phone is the loudest I've ever heard. Well, that's it has to be because I'm losing my hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, Andrew, it was it turned out pretty good. That The reception was at the, um, the family home of Ivy, mm-hmm. and uh, it was packed. Very much so. Yeah, there was standing room only, and uh, felt kind of like sardines. But as time went on, a bunch of people went. Um, oh, they left. yeah, they <laughs> left and stuff. And then it kind of it was kind of fun. We sat around, we did the toast with them, and they cut the cake and all that stuff, and they looked very happy. So they're they're probably back by now. By the time you hear this, they're back from their honeymoon, and I'm sure they had a great time. And uh, so anyway, it was fun. So that was uh, that was the big news around the Moyer household was uh, Nathan. Getting married to Ivy. So now it's Nathan and Ivy Moyer, and we're so happy for them. And now they get to go into life. Woohoo. So do you ha- you have any prospects here, Andrew? Are you going to get married pretty soon? No. <laughs> no, not no. Would you do me a favor, though? You're going to go see a movie today. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going to see? Uh, Avatar. Okay, so would you do us a favor, and when you get back from it, could we do a little review, and you could tell us what you think? Uh, I guess. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll talk about the movie Avatar next week on Taking With You. So you have to um, 
you had to come and uh, talk to us about that. Um, I'm going to try to catch the movie sometime, too, before we record the next program so that I can comment as well. I probably want to see it in 3D if I can. Hmm. Yeah. Is it more expensive? uh, It doesn't say anything, but that's what I'm going to. Oh, you're going to go to the 3D one? Okay, great. 125. You have to tell us all about it. And I wanted to let everybody know if you want to see some pictures from the wedding. They're not the professional pictures. They get those later. But we took a bunch of pictures with our camera. You can go over to my Facebook account. It's facebook.com slash rick.moyer. And also over on the Treks in Sci-Fi forum, I posted something under the uh, photos and artwork and stuff like that of the wedding. So you can check it out over there if you want to at uh, treksinsci-fi.com. Might even put a few in the blog here uh, for the notes of the show. You can see some of the... The pictures from the wedding. Very, very fun. Yeah. It's also been a very exciting um, time around our house with lots of interviews. I had the privilege and the honor of Jen from the Anomaly uh, podcast interviewing me, and I had a great time on that interview. She asked me all sorts of questions about the Taking With You podcast, and uh, you can hear that, I'm sure, soon. I don't know if they have it out yet, but um, you might want to go check over at anomalypodcast.com. That's A N. O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com, Anomaly Podcast. Uh, Jan and Angela have a wonderful podcast. Uh, late geeky girls who talk about sci-fi and all sorts of other things. They have a great blog and a forum, all sorts of cool stuff. You want to check them out. It's re- They're really, really awesome. And the programs are just very entertaining and informative, good stuff. And so look for the interview with them or my my interview on their show soon. Also, um, there is a website called womentalksci-fi.com, and they interviewed me also, um, this time for their e-zine. They have a magazine that they put out on email, and they interviewed me and answered, I answered a lot of questions, and you can check them out over at uh, womentalksci-fi.com and check it out. Plus, they played one of my parody songs, The Ragtag Fugitive Fleet, all about Battlestar Galactica when they interviewed uh, Dirk Benedict. Is that how you say his name? Anyway, he was the Starbuck in the old series of Battlestar Galactica. He was the the guy that played Starbuck. Originally, Starbuck was a guy. And anyway, I uh, they played my song on their podcast, which was kind of fun. So you can go listen to that too. I'll put links up in the in the notes, and you can always get the notes at takehimwithyou.com and just search for the program date or the number. And I believe uh, this is program number 48. Yes, 48 for December 27th, 2009. The last podcast for Take Him With You for the year. It's true. It's absolutely true. The next one you hear will be next year. How cool is that? Yeah, kind of fun. Let's see. What else is going on at my house that I need to talk about before we get into our subject for the day? Um... Well, I just wanted to, you know, I want to take a moment just to thank all of my friends that I've made over this last uh, couple of years. We've been doing the podcast now since February 1st was our our very first, uh, we launched out with Taking With You, the podcast. And we have met so many wonderful people all over the world. We had so many downloads. I was just checking my stats. And with the podcast, the Midweek Booster, the different songs, the special audio projects, Uh, We are just a little bit over 140,000 downloads. And that seems, I I thought that's got to be wrong. And I checked the stats and no, that's that's true. We've we've done over a terabyte of downloads um, in the last 10 months or so. And we're we're just so grateful for all of the folks that are listening and enjoying the podcast. Amy and I are just so grateful. Um, Just to update you on how things are going with us. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping for more people to partner with us and help keep the podcast coming to you. You know, I, as I've mentioned on the program before, Amy went back to work full time after many years, she works, she had worked full time raising the kids, you know, with me and, um, she did most of the work because she's amazing. Uh, and I worked in, in a church for many, many years, but now, um, you know, we're trying to make a living by doing the podcast, our newsletter, uh, music projects, all these kind of things. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, we don't make enough yet to pay all of our bills, and we've had to do some strategic financing <laughs> to figure out how to do that. Uh, so if you could do anything, um, we just pray about it. See if, if, if God would lay it on your heart to help us out each month. You don't have to do a whole bunch. If Actually, if everybody that listened with the amount of downloads we're getting now, if everybody gave 20 30 bucks a month, um, if they really enjoyed it, I mean, 5 bucks a program, you know, that's not a bad deal if you, if you thought about it. Um, 
and it would really help and it would pay our bills and we could do some specials. I my one of my goals for this next year is to have Amy on the program more because I think she really adds a perspective and uh, a different kind of look at things than I do. And I think she's great. I really like to hear from her. And and you know what? I get a lot of emails and a lot of feedback when she's on the show. So if you want her to be on the show, think about and, and pray about maybe helping us financially this next year. Of course, now we're not a ministry or anything, so you don't get a tax write-off or anything. Or if you if you just find me some work to do some web pages or different things like that, I'll do that. And that'll work too. So Whatever you think would work, that would be just so awesome. Subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't. You just go to the Take Him With You um, homepage and click on the newsletter thing. Sign up for that and, and throw a few bucks our way every month, and we'd be very, very appreciative. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there and say thank you again. But we are so grateful for all of our friends all over the world. We know some people are in some real financial tough times right now. We've been praying for you. Um, we just continue to do that. Don't ever feel, I don't ever want to pressure anybody or make people feel guilty if they don't. Uh, so just know that that's our heart. We're not trying to get rich. We're just trying to encourage people. So anyway, thanks to all of our great friends. Really appreciate it. I, I'm trying to get uh, thank you letters out to everybody, but boy, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of people and it, it's kind of hard, especially doing what we're doing. So just let me thank you personally right here on the podcast and just say thanks for all the support. The emails, the encouragement, the voicemails, the, the, just everything. You, you've been great. So thank you very, very, very much. Time once again for Words of Wisdom on Taking With You today. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 21. Here's what it says. It says in the Message Bible, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal, where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on the goal, those of us that want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those you see running the same course, headed for the same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. I've warned you and them many times. Sadly, I'm having to do it again. All they want is Easy Street. They hate Christ's cross, but Easy Street is a dead-end street. Those who live or live there, make their bellies their gods, belches are their praise, and all they can think of is their appetites. But there's far more to life for us. We're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting the arrival of the Savior, the Master Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he's putting everything as it should be under and around him. There you go. That's your words of wisdom, Philippians chapter 3 verses 12 through 21 from the Message Bible. Good things to ponder for our upcoming new year. holidays, but I, I think New Year's has always been a real struggle for me for many years, and I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe because, you know, traditionally people look back uh, on their life, and uh, I've always been a very reflective person. Even back when, when I was in my 20s, for some reason I really would review the year that I had just gone through and think about the things that I had done wrong. Mostly I'd get down on myself, but there are times, you know, when you look at some of the things that you really accomplished, and they're good things too, so... I don't know about you, but for me, I got really disappointed because for so many times I tried to to do um, 
what do you call them, New Year's resolutions, and I failed at them. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to fail. I don't think anybody likes to fail. Fail is no fun. I don't even like the fail whale on Twitter. Yeah, that's how much I don't like failing. (laughs) And I think sometimes fear of failure does keep us back from doing things we might not normally do. Um, I know for us, um, for me at least, this last year has been the most exciting year of my life and also the hardest year of my life. And you say, well, how can it be both, Rick? Well, I think you could probably attest to this too. There are times when you you have to change and you've been forced to change. It wasn't your decision. Or you're in a situation where you have to adapt. And it can be really scary. Change can be really hard, especially when you lose things. You know, I've lost a lot of friends over the last year and and uh, lost a, a career and, and things. But at the same time, I've gained a lot of new friends and gained a new career. So it's, you know, it's a toss-up. I guess it's all in what you concentrate on. I mean, you know, you could concentrate on all the bad things that happen, and it just makes you depressed. Or you can look at the good things that are happening in your life or the good things that happened and feel good about life. It's really our choice. Say, well, gosh, Rick, I didn't have very many good things happen to me this last year. Well, look at you're alive and you're sucking air. That's a good thing. I mean, at least that's good. <laughs> you know, it really is all in our perspective. I asked a really interesting question on my Facebook and Twitter. You can always follow me on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash rick.moyer. Or you can go to uh, Twitter and look for twitter.com slash moyer777. That's M-O-Y-E-R 777. And uh, anyway, you can go there. I I asked the question about New Year's resolutions, and I got lots and lots of answers to it. So I thought I would share some of them with you. I got 11 comments on Facebook and a few on Twitter. Let me go to Twitter first. I like Twitter. It's so much fun. I like to tweet, tweet. I like to tweet, tweet. That was stupid. Okay, so anyway, let me see. I asked, um, I asked, do you do you keep or do you make New Year's resolutions? And that's what I asked. And so I got this. Um, I got uh, the first one. I got uh, was from uh, King Isaac Linkser, and he says, eh, "I make fake ones, but nothing really that great." Um, Spaltar says, "Ha ha, no, because." By January 15th, I forget what they are, so I never keep them. <laughs> uh, my friend Bearbutt, that's B-A-R-B-U-T-T, just want you to know, says no resolutions here because the Earth's re- uh, revolution habits don't care about what I do or don't do. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, King Link Sr. comes back and says, why? Because I don't believe in them, and I usually fail at them, or uh, what I said anyway. Uh, let's see. Toxic Death says, I don't make them for the new year. Try to change my ways at other times, but structured at the start of the year as uh, as easier to fail. Um, Savril says, no, if I can make a resolution on New Year's Day, I, I should be able to make them on any day of the year, and I do. Keep them, too. Uh, let's see. I think that's all I got on the, on Twitter. Let me go over to this one here. Uh, on Facebook, here's some of the things that people said. Uh, Lori says, In my opinion, to make a resolution is to set myself up for failure. I'd rather make a New Year's solution by the word of God and my faith. Love, Lori. Thank you, Lori. Um, John says, No, because if I do, um, if I have to do something different and I realize it, I need to make that change immediately, not rely on a schedule. Jonathan says, yes, what better way to start my year with setting unrealistic goals that I won't achieve? Ha ha. (laughs) Jerry says, uh, nope, I should be striving to better myself daily, not just setting the goals yearly. Hillary says, I made a resolution to not make any more New Year's resolution, and it's the first one I've ever kept. (laughs) Les says, uh, I set goals for the new year. Uh, Marianne says, not anymore. I do reflect on where I have been and where I'm going, which is what the scripture that we heard today uh, during our words of wisdom. Michelle says, no, because I find that I never keep them because I set unrealistic goals. If I need to make a change, I just do it. Joe says, as many have said here already, if I need to make a change, there's no time like the present. No need to keep uh, keep a schedule or to a schedule. 
Micah says, nope, I'm not going to set myself up to fail. Anyway, I'm pretty great just the way I am. Oh, that's kind of cool. Diane says, nope, never have, never will. I think there's just one more way to put stress on yourself, and society does that enough. I just feel thankful that I have lived to see a new year and be glad that the old one is over. I love finishing things. <laughs> so those are a wide variety of uh, comments on New Year's resolutions. Do you make them? Why or why not? And I think those are great answers. I think every one of them has some merit. And uh, I, I remember being at a church where we would write ourselves a letter on New Year's Eve and then put it in, in the secretary of the church would put it in a box and save it and mail it out uh, a couple of days before the next year. And then people, we'd get our letters and we'd open them up and see just how well we did with uh, our goals and our dreams and all this stuff. And um, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing to do, kind of like a little time, a year-long time capsule. And it is interesting that, uh, you know, some of the things I would keep and some of the things I wouldn't. And um, I think now that I've gone through life a little bit more, I don't do as many New Year's resolutions because I like some of the people that that wrote in. I don't like to fail, and I don't like setting myself up for failure. I, always, I already think life is challenging enough. Why challenge myself even more? But at the same time, I do think it's important to have goals and to discipline ourselves to to be better in our lives at, at whatever we feel like we need to be better at, especially in the spiritual sense. I mean, if you if you serve God or if you if you have any spirituality about you at all, you know that we as human beings are in a state of flux. I mean, we don't ever stay the same. I mean, we either go forward or we go back. We don't just stay neutral usually because there's so many things that fly at us, you know, circumstances and relationships and people and ideas and jobs and work and church and and everything else. It, it all comes at us a thousand miles an hour, you know. So I think that we as as human beings are always in a state of flux. We're always changing, or if we're not changing, we're we're going backwards. So I think it's important for us to have some goals and set some things like that. But I do think, as far as I'm concerned, I make unrealistic goals during New Year's. So I've kind of backed off from that. The other thing that really helps is having someone to bump ideas off of because, you know, we're either very hard on ourselves or sometimes we can flip all, all the way over and be very um, egotistical and think that we're great. And I, I think there's a middle ground in all of that. I don't think that any of us are slime balls, and I don't think that any of us are the most wonderful thing that ever walked the planet. I think we're somewhere in the middle. Does that make sense? And usually we're not honest with ourselves. I mean, we can be, but usually we're either too hard on ourselves or we're too, too easy. So it's always good to have a, a trusted friend, somebody that you love and care about that really knows you, to bump off ideas of goals and resolutions and things like that, just to make sure you're being realistic and honest. Now, that's not easy. It's, it's, sometimes it's hard to find somebody you can trust that will help you like that. But I think it's really necessary to do. I think that's, uh, it's safer that way, if that makes sense, and uh, something that... Um, that I strive to do if I'm going to come up with some ideas for the next year. I always try to talk with folks that I trust and I love and get their feedback on it before really nailing down what I want to do because I can be really unrealistic about my goals. I can I usually bite off way more than I can chew and end up not getting anything done as a result of it, and that's not a good thing. I think all of us want our lives to change for the better. I mean, that's pretty normal, you know. But I, I get really, really frustrated because I think people put a huge, big emphasis at the beginning of the year on change. And although that is something that our our society does, I'm not sure it's too healthy because, I mean, look at exercise equipment. Most of it's purchased between January and February. I mean, Sears sell, sells so many uh, treadmills that become coat holders, you know, within a couple of months that it's ridiculous and gym memberships and you know stuff like that it all it's it's and weight watchers and all this other stuff is really you know inundated with people and money during the January and February and then of course it tapers off uh, throughout the year uh, and a part of it is because we all want to strive to to make positive changes in our life but you know positive change doesn't happen many times because we either go extreme or we're completely unrealistic about our goals but 
I I read a book that really helped me. Not only does the Bible help me to to realize that you don't don't necessarily have to make New Year's resolutions. We're supposed to make life resolutions or or life changes whenever we feel like we need to make those changes. If that makes sense. Uh, you know, and I really should put the God factor in all of this. I, you know, the other thing that I do is I pray and I ask God to show me, um, you know, show me in my life through other people, through something I read, um, speak to my heart as I'm reading your scriptures, you know, things like that, and show me where I'm off track because I really don't want to be off track. I want to be on the track that you have for me because I believe that God created every one of us unique, special, with with talents and gifts, and also with a purpose. And sometimes we need to just quiet everything else in our lives and just concentrate on God so that we know from the one who made us and the one who's given us the things that we have and the talents and the giftings. Sometimes we need to quiet ourselves and really listen to what he is saying to us and be true to ourselves, which is who God has created. Now, I don't mean to worship yourself. I think we, we should worship God. But do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes all we Sometimes we have a lot of pressure from other people to be a certain way or we society says this or that when when we really need to stop and think and and concentrate what does god want for me so that's totally different than everything else what does god want for me and we don't know that unless we spend some time with him unless we just kind of clear our schedule a little and just listen to that still small voice that's deep inside of us that god is speaking to us and and helping us and then of course you know like i said it's good to have friends around and it's good to 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 read scripture and you know, make sure our, our life is balanced. But I read this book, and the book had some stuff in it that was just really, really good for me. Um, as many of you know, um, I have gone through a 12-step program uh, for different issues in my life um, through a Christian 12-step program. So it was based on the Bible and had a lot of really, really cool things. And one one thing I learned in that program and and was that I needed to live every day one day at a time. I could not freak out about tomorrow, and I couldn't be beating myself up over yesterday. I needed to live in the moment. And and sometimes that's the only way that I can that I don't get disappointed or uh, I don't get hurt is if I stay in the moment and and just live for that moment. That's really important. That was important for me. But what I found as I read this book is that they brought out this really interesting point. The author brought out, a, a, and I'll tell you what the book is in a moment. He, he brought out the, the fact that big things are driven by small course corrections. He was flying in an airplane, and he was talking to um, somebody that did some engineering for NASA, and they were discussing trajectory and how spaceships fly and, and all this stuff. And they were talking about how Apollo 13... Uh, if they would have been two degrees off in their calculations, they could have burned up in the atmosphere or might not have made it back to Earth. There was just it, it was just a small little degree change that could have changed everything. And uh, he so he wrote this book called The Two Degree Difference, and it really really hit home with me. Let's talk about for a moment um, how we try to make sweeping changes, but what we really need to do is make small course corrections. You know, it's the little things that we do every day that make us a success in the long run. I mean, you think about your teeth. If you don't brush your teeth and you don't take care of your teeth, you'll have a failure in your mouth, won't you? But if you brush every day and floss every day, you can pretty much stave off all sorts of bad things that happen in your mouth. Well, it's that little bit that you do each day that makes your mouth successful. Does that make sense? Or there are just tons of different things we could describe. Um, exercise. If you do a little bit each day, it, it's it's successful in the end. If you don't do any, if you go for a long time without any, it can hurt you. And it's a little bit, or if you go extreme every day, you can hurt yourself as well. So it, it's just a little little thing every day, and it and it builds up to a success. I mean, you think about it for a moment. There are a lot of big things that are course corrected by small things. Take ocean liners, for example, or sailing ships. They are big, huge machines or vessels on the water. And how do they turn by a tiny little rudder? Well, how does that work? These big, huge things are turned by a tiny little rudder because a small thing makes the big thing course correct. Now, you don't turn an ocean liner on a dime because if you did, it would tip over and everybody would fall out. So it takes some time 
and a slight course correction to turn a big ship. Now, our lives are huge. So why do we expect that we're going to make something cold turkey and then just make it happen? Right now, we're going to change and we're going to be different tomorrow. You know, not only do we lose things off the side, uh, but we also can damage ourselves when we make sweeping changes. Now, if you set a goal, though, and say a realistic goal and say, I'm going to make a little course correction here. Um, in, in the book, it was really interesting. There was a guy that was overweight, and he would eat two or three desserts every night after dinner. Well, he cut down to, uh, he took one of them out, and so he only ate three. And then the next week, he only ate two. And then the next week, he only ate one. And as a result of that, he dropped a whole bunch of weight. He made a small correction in his habits. And then over a year time, he lost a lot of weight. Now, he wasn't going for the four or five pounds a week, which would hurt somebody. He just he just changed a small little part of his diet a little bit at a time. Didn't go extreme, but a little bit at a time. And as a result of it, his course was changed and where he ended up was much better than where he would have ended up off course. Is this making sense? I hope it is. How about rockets and space shuttles? Now, you think about this for a moment. They, these are huge machines powered by amazing thrust. And, you know, the smallest course correction, the smallest degree off, and the shuttle can blow up. And, I mean, the shuttle can go off course. Um, the the spaceship can go the wrong way. The probe that we've sent out, the you know, to take pictures of the different planets and stuff, one little bit off, and we're in trouble. It doesn't go where it's supposed to go. And we don't get the desired results. So you see what I'm saying here? They're, these are big things that are out there, you know, and, and it's just a small little thing, a little course correction, a little thruster, a little, a little bump this way or that way changes everything in, in the long run. We think, as human beings, we think so short-term sometimes, instant gratification, we want it now, 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 I want it now, when we really need to be more patient and think about what are some things I can do in my life realistically now that I can handle that would, in the long term, be much better for me. Now, like I've had lots of people say, well, you shouldn't drink soda. So they, they stop drinking soda, go completely extreme, instead of just tapering off a little bit, um, you know, there, there could be, maybe they could, maybe they could say, you know what, from now on, I'm going to drink water. I'm, I'm on soda now, but I'm going to knock it down to a can a day. And then I'm going to, I'm going to eliminate it altogether by this period of time. And I'm going to replace it with water or, or some type of a, a drink with a little bit of taste in it, you know, but maybe, maybe that would work for you. I don't know, but I know it's important for us to make small course corrections instead of sweeping changes. What about house builders and map makers? Think about that for a moment. Do you know when somebody frames a house, if they don't frame it straight, it can be really devastating in the end because all the things that go on to the frame of the house can be all off kilter because of one slight off-level type of thing. I'm not making any sense because I'm not a very good, I'm not a builder. I mean, I've built stuff before, but boy, you don't want to see my stuff that I've built. Um, but you get the picture. I mean, I know that you have to make things. For, I remember we had this one addition that we had framed on a house that we lived in Hoquimon. And I had a friend come over and he measured everything. He said, you know, this is off by about, you know, an inch or so. And we're going to have to change that. I'm like, what? And they, they actually brought in this rigging and they pulled the entire frame a certain way. And then uh, and then a bunch of my friends helped nail it all in place. And then we got it straight. But if we would have left that gap, if we would have left it off off of kilter of what it was supposed to be, then when we went to go put on the siding and the roofing and all that other stuff, it would have been off and it would have been a mess. It would have been a catastrophe. So you see, it's just a small little thing that you can change that really decides the success of the big thing. And our lives are by all by by no means a small thing. They're a big thing. I mean, we're in this thing for our lives, you know. So we really should take better care of ourselves by thinking about some things that we can do that are just small course corrections. So I have a little exercise for you that I want you to do. I want you to think about areas of your life that you feel like you're a failure in. Now, that's not very positive, is it? But, but you'll get what I mean in a moment. And I want you to think of all the times. Well, maybe it's your weight issue, and, and you've tried and tried and tried and tried, and you just failed. 
I mean, I've done so many diets. They should call my middle name Rick Diet Moyer. I mean, I've done so many, and I've failed at mostly every one. The only time I've ever had success in weight loss and continuing to be healthy was when I made some subtle changes and kept after them. Then I had, it was slow, it was sure, but it worked. Now, maybe there's some areas, I mean, think about what your eating habits are, or maybe your exercising habits, or or maybe you can think about, uh, maybe you are a writer and you're supposed to be writing some stuff. Well, why not take uh, some time and take time out of every day to write a little bit, you know? Maybe you haven't been doing that, but you know you've got this thing in your heart, but you just haven't got it out. Or you're a musician and you just haven't practiced your instrument, or, you know, all these different, there's so many things that we could talk about here. But instead of thinking that you're going to play a concerto next week or you're going to have 50 pounds lost in a month, perhaps we could think about changing just a little bit at a time, a little course correction, and see where that leads us. And, you know, maybe plan it out that way, that we can review things in three or four months. Instead of putting everything at lump it at the beginning of the year and think you're going to be Superman in two months, why don't we stop for a moment and just make some slight course corrections, take the pressure off of trying to be Superman, and then see what happens. You know, I think if if you're going to do something, you should enjoy doing it. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody likes exercise. doesn't mean that like everybody likes going on a diet. You know, I'm not talking like that. I mean, I, you, we really need to think about things in a different way and not go so extreme. We need to go a little bit at a time. And then we start to see results. We really do. And it's really, really a cool thing. So the the name of the book is called The Two Degree Difference by John Trent. And I'm going to give away a copy of it right now. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. If you will send me an email to rick at takehimwithyou.com. It's rick at takehimwithyou.com. And put in the subject line one day at a time. That's all you got to do. And then... And then Give me, you know, I got to know who you are. So put your name in the the body of the email. But say one day at a time. uh, And I will put your name in a hat. And I will pull it out. And I will mail you the book, The Two Degree Difference. And uh, I'll let everybody know um, who wins. And then, of course, if you want to pick up that book yourself, I think you can get them on Amazon for $5. They're hardback book. They're really nice. Really easy read. Not hard at all to read. And it's really, really good stuff. So, I will give that away to anybody that, um, well, if I pull your name out of the hat of the entries, just say one day at a time in the email subject line, mail it to rick at takehimwithyou.com. I just looked up on eBay, and you can get those, gosh, really cheap. You can buy buy the hardback books for $5.50 plus like a couple dollars shipping. Um, and, of course, Amazon, different places like that have it. It's called The Two Degree Difference by John Trent. And uh, they have hardback and they have paperback and, yeah, all sorts. So there you go. Good stuff, my friends, good stuff. And it's very, very helpful. So I think it, it, it it's really just a matter of of not putting a whole lot of pressure on, on ourselves. And... I think it, you know, I, I think there's some people that have different personalities, so it's different for each person. But I guess that the point I'm trying to get across here is that it's a really basic and easy concept to simply make small course corrections and then track that and see how it goes. You know, start somewhere. It's better than not starting at all, and it's also better than trying to bite off more than you can chew. So that's what I have to say about that. Now let's talk a little bit about spiritual goals for the new year because I I think this is something that a lot of us don't think about. We don't we don't really think about where we're at with God. Do you know that this simple little minor course correction works as well with our spiritual life? Now, many of the people, many of you that listen to this podcast have some interest in spiritual things or you wouldn't listen. But at the same time, if you notice how I've done the show over the this last year, I've tried to be as open and as non-preachy. I, I don't want to come off as, as a know-it-all. I don't want to come off as arrogant or, or you know, do-gooder or whatever like that because I know who I am and I'm definitely, I mean, I'm spiritual because I have given my heart over to God, but uh, I have my own quirks. I have my own problems that I deal with, you know, just like everybody does. 
but I think it's really important. Um, I think some people might say, well, you know, if I'm going to be more spiritual, I guess I'm going to have to go- start going to church or I'm going to have to, you know, really jump right in and be just totally a, a zealot or all these. You know what? I think it is good to give our whole heart over to God, but I also think that it's good to start small because I've, I've heard some people say, well, now that I believe in God, I'm going to pray for an hour or two a day. And they get through one one time of that, and then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to do that again. It was just boring. And blah. You know what? What if we, as people that were spiritual, thought about this? What if we decided, you know what? I'm just going to read five minutes of the Bible every day. Whoa, wait a minute. You mean you don't have to read a half hour, an hour? No. You know what? What if you just read five minutes worth, and then put it down, and then read five minutes the next day, and so on and so forth? Could you handle that? Sure. Sure we could. We can handle five minutes of about anything, can't we? <laughs> and there's so much life that comes out of something like that if we start small. Now, that doesn't mean you can't, if you don't like the passage you're in, you can't just keep reading, you know. But could we start somewhere? I mean, there's some really good online stuff. You, you can get some great online devotions. You can go to BibleGateway.com or Crosswalk.com or different places, and you can read Right there, right on your screen, on your computer screen. Or you can get, you know, you can, you can download the Midweek Booster and hear some scripture on that. There's just all sorts of really cool things you can do. It's There's the daily audio Bible you can listen to uh, if you commute and different things like that. It's There's some really, really good things out there if we just take a little bit each day. Not huge amounts because we won't stick with that. But we can certainly work ourselves up to something more significant than nothing. And I think a lot of times we don't think about it. But um, I would just encourage you, if you are maybe on the fence a little bit or you've been listening to the program and and you're like, hmm, what would it be like if we actually spent a little bit of time praying for our friends every day? I've kind of worked myself up to that. So where I'm starting to, you know, every week, I don't know if you noticed, but every week on Mondays on Facebook and Twitter, I always put a, a, a thing out there on Sunday nights that says, hey, if, if you'd like prayer, just email me, and I get tons of requests, and I do. On Mondays, I go out and I pray for all those requests. But you know what? I worked myself up to that. I mean, I didn't start with, you know, the amount that I have now. I started small. And I think we all, if we wanted to, we could start very small and just see how that goes. I guarantee you that anything that you do that is spiritual, if you start small and kind of go forward with it, you will never regret that. You won't regret it. You Sometimes you can regret things when you jump all the way in and, and uh, and kind of lose yourself, and then it's like, oh, no, what have I done? I think if you take it a little slower than that, it might be more effective, and you might stick with it for much longer. Am I making sense at all? Because, you know, sometimes I think, oh, what am I talking about? <laughs> but I think I think if you are if you have an open mind, you're probably going, oh, yeah, that, that would work. So I just want to encourage you for this new year, instead of making New Year's resolutions, instead of freaking out and saying, I got to do this, I got to do that, you don't, you don't have to do anything. Why don't you want, why don't we want to make some steps forward by making small course corrections? Write down what those are. You know, I'd be curious. I won't put them on the podcast, but I'd be curious if if you wanted to email me and share some of those with me, that'd be fine. I mean, if it's really super personal, don't, you know. But but if maybe maybe we could talk back and forth a little bit on email about you specifically and and some areas that you could just make some small course corrections in that are manageable. And see how that works for you, because I really believe that it, it that it can really help. Instead of getting all down on ourselves, let's get an adventure ahead of us, and let's do something that would be really worthwhile and make a difference in our lives. Small course correction on our big life, and you watch how it turns and it starts going the way it's supposed to. Pretty amazing, if you ask me. Well, I want to play you a song, and then I'm going to pray for you, and then we'll be out of here. So um, here we go. I really like the band Sanctus Real. They're really cool. And they did a cover song of U2's It's a Beautiful Day, and they really rocked it. And I just really like it. And I just think it's inspiring every time I listen to it. So I'm going to play it for you right now on the Taking With You podcast. This is It's a Beautiful Day by Sanctus Real.
why I like that song done by them. It just rocks out. I've also got uh, another one that I want to play for you uh, before we go. This is a, a, by a band called 12 Stones, and I just thought it was appropriate for New Year's. Uh, it's called The Way I Feel. And I'll be back to pray for you, and we'll close the program. Lately I've been wandering off the
Twelve Stones and The Way I Feel. Wow, crazy song. They, those guys are really good. I, I, I love their stuff. I, I don't know if they're together anymore, but uh, I enjoyed their album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, let me pray for you. Um, it's a new year upon us here in a few days, and I'm excited about that. I hope you're excited, too. I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. Yeah. God is in control. and Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every single person listening, and I pray, God, that you would give us the courage to make small course corrections and then trust you, God, that you will take us on a path that we're supposed to go. Lord, I pray for people that are depressed or discouraged at this time, that you would encourage their heart, that you would show them that no matter what, it's going to be okay. I pray, God, for, for those of us that don't know exactly what's up ahead, pray, God, that you would give us the strength to just keep going and doing what, we're, what we can do. And I ask, God, for your blessing upon our lives, Lord, as we continue to strive for you and what you want for us. I pray you would reveal to us what that is and that we would take steps to do all the things that we're supposed to. And uh, I just thank you again for just touching the hearts of every single person. You are awesome, God. Thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you will do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there you go. Uh, Next week, we start a brand new series. I'm working on it right now. I don't want to reveal it yet, but uh, stay tuned. You'll tuned? Stay, stick around. We'll announce it, or I'll announce it, and you'll see we have some really cool things coming up for this year. And this next year, it's going to be really fun. 2010, it's going to rock, my friends. Bless you. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Take Him With You podcast, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick Moyer, your host. Love your feedback. Give me an email, rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com, or call the voice line 206-414-THWY. That's 206-414-8499. Love to get some comments about the program, what you're thinking, how you like the Christmas Carol drama, What do you thought about the Scrooge Diaries? What do you think about this two-degree difference stuff? Kind of fun, huh? Well, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, you can visit our website at takehimwithyou.com. Amy, I always love it when you do that. And uh, if you get a chance to support us, that would be awesome, too. You can find that at the takehimwithyou.com website as well. Bless you. Have an awesome New Year. Happy New Year. And thanks for listening to Take Him With You. Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am the misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You... Why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series, The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. 
Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! <laughs> Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. I'm a television junkie And the real world stumps me I got a lot of problems Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, this is... No, I was going to say this is Angela <laughs> That wouldn't that work wouldn't be No, because I'm not Angela <laughs> And I'm not Jen <laughs> And you're not listening to the Anomaly Podcast No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick Oh, let's do that, okay 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 uh, go, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Have to say hello. This is not Jen. And no, this is not Angela. And you, I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It Great is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then I, should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Rick! (laughs) When you're done, please come listen to the Anomaly Podcast at (laughs) A-N-O-M-A-L-Y-Podcast.com. It was like the best accidental promo ever! I know, it's what we're good at. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Take Him With You is a copyrighted 2009 production from Moyer Multimedia, LLC. Happy.